Today in business from Wired. The Science of Scaling, hosted by Mark Roberge, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Each week, Mark Roberge, founding CRO at HubSpot CRO, senior lecturer at Harvard Business School and co-founder of Stage 2 Capital, sits down with the most successful sales leaders in tech to learn the secrets, strategies, and tactics to scaling your company's growth. I like the episode with the founder of Aircall on how to go from handling your own sales to scaling a sales team. It has great advice for entrepreneurs. Listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you get your podcasts. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today in Business, from Wired. Brought to you by Quantic, the revolutionary mobile-first business school that seeks ambition, not just your tuition. Selective admissions ensure you learn alongside students and alumni from around the world who match your potential. Hear their stories and learn more about the modern MBA at quantic.edu wired. Tesla will build Giga Texas to crank out Cybertrucks. On the heels of another profitable quarter, despite a coronavirus-induced shutdown of its California plant, the electric automaker announced its fourth factory. By Arian Marshall. Everything's bigger in Texas, including Tesla, which said Wednesday that it will officially open its largest factory yet in the Lone Star State. Giga Texas will span a nearly 2,000-acre site near Austin, just 15 minutes from the city's downtown and five minutes from its airport. On a call with investors to discuss Tesla's most recent financial results, CEO Elon Musk said the factory would be an ecological paradise, birds in the trees, butterflies, fish in the stream. The site will be the first to crank out the company's Cybertruck. The company neared Dysentopian all-electric pickup announced last fall, and Semi, now both set to debut in 2021. It will also produce Model 3 sedans and Model Y SUVs for the eastern U.S. According to a celebratory statement from Texas Governor Greg Abbott, the company has promised to create at least 5,000 jobs paying at least $15 an hour and invest at least $1 billion in the new facility. Last week, the county that will host the facility and its school district approved $64 million in tax breaks for Tesla over the next 10 years. Tesla had also been courted by public officials in Tulsa, Oklahoma, during the site selection process. Officials there went as far as to paint Musk's face on a 75-foot statue that usually honors oil workers. The Texas site will join factories in Fremont, California, and Shanghai, as well as a plant near Berlin scheduled to open next year. When asked how many vehicles Tesla would produce in Texas, Musk wasn't specific. Long-term, a lot, he said. The announcement demonstrates that despite a global pandemic that has flung the automotive world into uncertainty, the electric automaker is full steam ahead on an ambitious, and in the case of the Cybertruck, sort of weird, product line that will attempt to justify its valuation. About that valuation, the company's shares rose nearly 5% on Wednesday evening after reporting a fourth consecutive profitable quarter. Tesla is now valued at nearly $300 billion, making it one of the 25 most valuable companies in the world and by far the most valuable automaker, worth more than runners-up 
Toyota, and Volkswagen combined. The 17-year-old company is eight times as valuable as General Motors, which cranked out almost eight times the number of vehicles Tesla did last year. The consecutive profitable quarters make the company eligible for the S&P 500 Index, a grouping of the nation's biggest and most influential firms. Inclusion in the index would likely further boost Tesla's stock price, as the managers of mutual funds that attempt to mimic the index seek to buy its shares. For the second quarter, Tesla reported revenue of $6 billion, up 0.8% from the first quarter, but down 5% from the same quarter last year. Quarterly profit totaled $104 million. Despite the COVID-19 pandemic, which led government authorities to shut down the company's Fremont plant between late March and mid-May, Tesla delivered 90,891 vehicles, up 3% from the first quarter, but down 5% since last year. Musk, no fan of the shutdown or the U.S. government's response to it, called concerns over the coronavirus dumb and dared the government to arrest him for reopening the factory. The numbers conceal some financial wizardry. Tesla gained $428 million selling regulatory credits to other car makers that don't meet government electric vehicle quotas. Tesla chief financial officer Zach Kirkhorn said the company expects annual revenue from selling regulatory credits to double this year from last year. But he said, we don't manage the business with the assumption that regulatory credits will contribute in a significant way to the future. He said continued cost savings plus future revenue streams from software sales like its autopilot driver assistance feature would buoy the company's longer-term finances. Musk promised last year that by the end of 2020, a Tesla would be able to drive without any human assistance and that one million of them would be able to roam the streets by themselves. Despite widespread skepticism, he appeared on Wednesday to stick to his guns. He said that the beta version of the software that he tests on his own personal vehicle is almost getting to the point where I can get from house to work with no interventions. This is why I'm very confident about full self-driving functionality being complete by the end of this year. Musk, who sounded sanguine and breezy for the investor call, had just one critique. He wants his automaker's vehicles to cost less so more people can drive them. We want to be slightly profitable and maximize growth and try to make the cars as affordable as possible, he said. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com business. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.